Welcome back to the Vinland Chronicles, a Vinland Saga podcast. I'm your host, Ronnie. I'm Chad. And today we are here to cover the season one finale. End of prologue. That is season one, episode 24, end of the prologue. And wow, that is, that's a baller move. When you finish an entire first season and you go, hey, hey guys, you know that thing that is usually like seven pages, if even, at the front of a book. Sometimes it's three pages. We just did 24 episodes, and that's what we're calling our yeah. prologue. What did you think about that, Ronnie, the moment you saw that? Because we watched this episode together, but I didn't ask you that. Yeah, so, the, I mean, it was very interesting because I, obviously I knew season two was coming up. I don't really know what I've been thinking. Uh, I, I remember thinking a lot more about what I thought season two was going to be like in like the first 12 episodes and the second 12, I haven't thought about it as much. And I guess it was just reading the uh, end of the prologue and then the way the episode ends, you just go, oh, okay, so this show is just going to completely change. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the way it ends, you're like, oh, it's got to completely change. And that, and that kind of startled me. So okay, so you weren't expecting it to change like that at all, like not not as heavily as it okay. seems to be implying, especially since like I already here you've already been saying so many good things about season two. Usually, when people talk about the show, they talk about season two, and I feel like season one as a whole is probably even up my alley, and I liked it by itself more than you probably like season one the first time through i love season one i'm a little worried about you in season two. Oh boy i'm really? a little worried that's the first time you said that too yeah I'm, I'm not i'm actually not worried at all because it's so good but uh just the fact that like you're saying season one's a little up my alley season two is definitely different see well here's the thing season one's up my it can be two things uh it can be same and different at the same time yeah i knowing you ronnie the way that you like tv shows the style that you like it, you will really like season two. And I think you'll come out of it a better person. Yeah. I think they're going to keep telling stories and kind of, you know, the same way this, the writing and all, I don't expect that to change. Um, it's just, but this whole season's basically been following Thorfinn and kind of the war and all that stuff. Whereas now it seems like and these last like it's gonna just branch out into yeah. something completely different. Well, I guess Thorfinn's been in a lot this past couple of episodes, but like honestly, the last five or six episodes feels more like a Askeladd Canute story, yeah, than even Thorfinn sometimes. For sure. So we'll hop on into it. I'm sure we'll talk way more about all that. What did you think about bit. the episode? Uh, I mean, like I said, last week was kind of like a buffer. We were we plateaued for a bit, and then the way this in this oh, is one of the episodes. It feels like it goes by in five minutes. It really does. It really. I, I don't know how you end this first season any better than this right here. Oh, it's great. And yeah. some of the animation and moments they hit makes you feel like uh, characters you've been watching for one season. It made me feel like I've been watching them for like five seasons. Yeah, it's pretty crazy when you think about how long we've really been with them. So here we go. We are back at the meeting hall. Askeladd is weighing his options on how to save whales. And at the meantime, he's being rewarded 50 pounds of silver for saving the prince. Yep. How much do you think that's worth today? Give did, your best estimate. Did you do some sort of... Math? I have no idea. I'm just trying to... Because what this is um, year like 17, I believe is when... 10-17. 10-17. So look that up while I'm guessing. How much okay. was 50 pounds of silver worth in 
I meant like right now. Year too. 10, 17. Yeah, I know. Um, I, right now, I'm going to guess that would run. Five hundred million dollars. Uh, Obviously, back then I don't think it's that much. But I mean, if you gave me fifty pounds of silver from the year ten seventeen, think think about how expensive it's that'd be. Close to fourteen grand. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so not quite five hundred million dollars. Right, and obviously, Do you feel good 15... about your source. Yeah, I feel really good about it. And also, fifteen grand is back then was probably really realistically well that there was no u.s dollars back then but it was obviously it would be probably i'm gonna make a rough estimate here a few hundred thousand is what 15 grand was back well, then well yeah i mean obviously the u.s dollar has not been around for a, a thousand years but. i mean i understand that it's silver it's not gold but still like 50 pounds that's pretty That seems pretty good. It seems like a lot. I mean, you have to have like a big duffel bag to take that around. Oh, yeah, and like a quality duffel bag. You can't just put 50 pounds in a yeah. duffel bag and hope that the straps don't snap. you got to have a good piece of hardware. So here's the difference in silver and gold. If you were to have 50 pounds of gold instead, yeah. that'd be worth $215 billion. Okay, so gold and silver are really on separate playing fields. Yeah, huh? they're not the same thing at all. God, I mean, I knew that they were very different, but that's quite different is what I've yeah. come to the conclusion of. Jeez. That makes me respect it so much that second place gets silver. You know, quit celebrating silver, people. It's not that good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, bronze seems like it's worth more than silver now. That's true. It really does. I don't even want you to don't even know that what bronze because is. that would, you know, that could break me maybe. So the king gives him his fake gratitude and makes him aware of his high expectations of Askeladd in the Battle of Wales. Now, he's playing his hand so hard here, and I don't know why. Do you know why? Who is? The king? The king. I I think he's just trying to get a reaction out of him, right? Because he didn't personally see the reaction that Floki saw. I think he's just thinking, okay, let me see if I can get something out of him. Yeah, That's true, but then he's going to say something later on, too. That well, he already knows that Ascalad is like a slave's name. He does, yeah. And then he's gonna say later that he knows that like one of the only things that they produce is slaves. Whales. So he's got that, yeah, yeah. So he's got that um, kind of going for him. Now I think he just, I think he absolutely fucked up there. Yeah, that's when what he I'm, says that. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> Ascalad snaps like no one you've ever seen before. So uh, he couldn't have predicted that, but it still just seems like it seems like a stupid play. But at the same time, everything we've seen from Ascalad, everything the king has seen so far, is he so calculated and smart? So why would you expect him to have that reaction? Yeah. I guess he. Uh, I can't blame him too much. Right. What he does is even Ascalad said at the beginning of the episode, "No one is stupid enough to shed blood in this place," right. and that's exactly what he does. And. Um, so as soon as the king says that, Askeladd figures out that he knows that he's got a connection to Wales, and he begins to question the king's plan when we launch into the OP for one final yeah. time. Now, could be, does the king know exactly his connection to Wales, or he just knows he has something there? I think as soon as 
Asklad reacts the way he does because I mean Asklad doesn't hide it on his face really, uh, especially in a little bit. I think knowing what he knows about slaves and whales, he connects it pretty quick with okay. his name because the king is a smart guy. He just is right. extremely ugly and <laughs> extremely old and ugly. Out of the OP, Askeladd says he doesn't see the benefit um, of attacking whales. And all this has Canute worrying. You can tell Canute is like, we should not be getting into all of this right here, right now. Yeah, it's way too soon. Like, it's that's what he's thinking. It's way too soon. This is over whales. Like, we have pretty much everything worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's just that one little side thing that's... And, and he didn't tell... Well, he told Canute the story of... Um, his mother, he told Canute and Thorfinn that, but he never really said whales, right? His allegiance too much to it. No, but Canute is also a smart guy. He didn't say his allegiance to it, <clears throat> but Canute was part of like the caravan when they all kind of just like skipped through whales. Mm-hmm. You know, when uh, Askeladd used his connection, and I mean they had the guys kind of griping at him, but the fact that they were able to get through that so easily, and they kind of made. They even know that Canute knows that Askeladd basically bargained with them, being like, hey, if you help us get through, when he's king, we'll hook you guys up. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't know the exact thing, but he knows, like, oh, Wales is kind of actually one of our allies. Right. So all the guys in the room can't believe that Askeladd is objecting the king's plan in front of everyone. But the king is interested. He wants to hear his reasoning. He seems to be taking this pretty well so far. Askeladd says they've been fighting England for 10 years. They need to take time to rest. And also the land in Wales is perilous. And as a result of that, it's infertile. Right. You shit on. If you don't want somebody to take something from you, you just got to say it's the worst thing ever. Be like, nah, this land sucks. Like, <laughs> right, right. You like, oh, <laughs> can't do not... anything with it. Uh, the horses would have a hard time, which it's funny that Askeladd says that. We don't think Askeladd cares about horses. Not at all. I think he was trying to kill them. He says it's just not worth the cost. And after the explanation, a lot of yes men are in the background being like, oh my yeah. God, oh my God, I'm so glad he said that. I was thinking the same exact thing. He said attacking wells would be like whipping your horses to make them jump off a cliff to just to catch a single rabbit. Which is that's not, a good saying, right? That's there. not. I mean, it's not true. There's it's no not way that's true at true. all. It's not true at all. But that's what's funny about it is just like if somebody wants something from you, you just say that right there, yeah. that line, and make you second guess. It's like if yeah. me and you were sitting across from each other, there was one more slice of pizza, and I was like, "Listen, you can have it, but I just want you to know, getting that slice after you eat that." Walking out of this place, you're going to feel like a horse jumping off a cliff to get a rabbit. Yeah, yeah. And you go, oh, that's true. You go ahead and have it. I go, all right, I'll take one for the team. If I have to, I don't want to waste anything. Don't. We can't throw this away. We yeah. can't get a box. It'd be ridiculous. One slice of pizza. Imagine a guy getting a to-go box for one slice of now, pizza. Now, that is true. If you don't have more than, I'd say you almost need more than two. Two slices, I'm still downing that, I think, too. Two slices, I'll allow it. But God, if I ever see someone... First of all, the idea of getting a, yeah, one slice of pizza, get out of here, get out of town. And then you have all like the crust on the plate still, like you, because you mm-hmm. can't eat the crust because you're not a big boy. God, that would annoy me. That really wouldn't annoy me. Um, 
See, so just all these guys saying, oh, that's actually a really good point. It's just funny because you hear their murmurs, and at first they go, what the fuck is he doing? Why is he saying that in front of the king? This is so stupid. No way he gets away with this. And then they hear his explanation. They go, well, yeah. that's pretty smart. Yeah, he just has the balls to say it. Like, no one else would say that. Even my favorite, though, is obviously Thorkel, who's still just absolutely downing drumsticks. And he goes... He's good at talking. <laughs> wow, he is good at talking. Uh, he is. He's a master manipulator. Floki says that this isn't a conquest, but rather a show of power to those who disrespect the king. Um, and Asgard goes on to say, if that's the case, let me be the messenger to try and persuade them to fall in line with the king. And Swain doesn't understand why he would go out of his way to make a country uh, Askeladd compared to a rabbit happy. He's like, you're really bending your back for that place. Yep. And he walks up to Askeladd very slowly, standing before him. And then he praises him, saying that the greatest treasure anyone could ever offer a king is words of advice, which is some kingly shit, man. That's some good stuff. It is, but it just feels like... You know what it feels like to me? When somebody has this smirk on their face and they say this to you, I this is instantly what I'm thinking. Well, I'm getting assassinated. <laughs> That's what I'm there. <laughs> it just feels like he, if he would have uh, let Asklad go, if nothing happened right here, he just has plans behind the scenes to be like, all right, kill him whenever. Yeah, it's just so weird because like I look at, you look at Swain, you go, what a dirtbag. This guy sucks. He needs to be dead. But you hear him talk and you go, wait, is this guy an actually pretty good king? He's not a bad king. He really isn't. <laughs> he's not a bad king. He just, he's honestly too good, yeah. if that makes sense. He's yeah. too good at it. He's conquered too many places to to the point to where it's almost, he's too much of a conqueror. He, he, yeah, he's too, yeah, he's too power hungry. Yeah, he's too power hungry. He's good about going, he's very good at it, about though. getting what he wants. But he doesn't know when to stop, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tells Askeladd to continue to lend him his aid. The broom takes a deep you know, sigh of relief, being like, okay, I didn't know what was going on when he walked up so close to him. And then in just, Also just ballsy to do that. Oh, yeah. And then in just a whisper, the king says to Askeladd, Canute or whales, choose one. I honestly don't care about whales. You give me Canute's head and join me, and I will set whales free. And then I'm going, oh, here we go. So this is so. Then that goes back to the point where it's like everything the king had just said right before him was just to lead up to that point. Right. right okay. There. Yeah. Now let's say let's say he stops right there. What does Askeladd do? Do you think? I don't think he's doing either one still. Uh, but how? I don't know. He's gonna be like. He's gonna just keep being in his own head. He's gonna be like thinking about it, and he's gonna say, uh, "He'll say, I'll give you Canute's head, but he won't actually go through with it. He'll think of a way to divert from it when the time comes." So yeah, I think it's not the kind of thing where he can give an answer right then. So you think he would have like regrouped, taken Canute, they would have backed out or something like that. You think something like that, or he would have told the king, like he would have gave him the okay. And just not done it, like like found a way to not do it. Um, 
Because, yeah, I think he would have just had to have, like, way more time to think about the situation, but then obviously we see what happens. Yeah, obviously he doesn't stop there, and he goes a little, he tries to be a little bit too machismo. He says, I figured out that your mom was a slave. He says, a name like Ascalad, plus the only merchandise that Wales produces is slaves. Oh, God. And this, this awakens, uh, my boy. Oh, God. I mean, the face that they animate on this guy, you just go, oh, yeah. yeah, what is... I mean, I remember the first time watching that being like, oh, fuck, like, it's over. On the rewatch, too, when I see that face and I know what's coming and then they cut over to fucking Leaf. <laughs> you should have seen me taking notes. Because that's what we do. Leaf and Thorfinn are preparing to head home. All they got to do is wait for Mord. You're always waiting for a guy named Mord when you're trying to go home, I think. Yeah. Or um, uh, Mr. Narwell. Yeah, something like that. Uh, now, this is the ship that Thorfinn has always begged to to ride. Do you ride a ship? That didn't sound yeah, right. You sail. He wanted to s- sail on it. We ride these babies for miles. But uh, too much time goes by. Thorfinn gets to looking at a bird. It flies off, and something clicks in Thorfinn, and he disappears. I I, I love that Thorfinn did this. It makes the story better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes right. the story better, but also, it, 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 he can't go home like this. He can't do it. Uh, well, Why do you say that? What do you mean by that? He, if his mother saw him in this state right here, she would be absolutely devastated. Let him complete his mission of killing Askeladd and then take him on his way. Well, what, okay, what do you think is going through his head? What about this bird does he, does he see and go? It's deeper than that. I don't think this is him like, oh, I've got to kill Askeladd yeah. before I go back home. The bird is almost like him just seeing... I, this isn't me. You, you're gonna get ready. You're right. gonna put me on the ship, and I'm gonna go home or whatever. He's like, Nah, man, I'm a fucking bird. I just, I go wherever I wish. I go where I wish. I've been sailing the throughout Europe this entire time. Yeah. So I mean, it's sad, but then also I cracked up because I had such pleasure typing this note out. Here's the thing. We don't get a ton. We need more people to write in about Vinland Saga, especially when we get into season two. People are listening. We can see the numbers, but they're not writing in. Oh, yeah, they're not. And I feel like, I don't know why I always feel like this. I feel like there is a population that listen and they like Leaf. And I, and I'm always fighting them on the podcast, even though no one's ever been like, hey, Ronnie, I think you got it wrong on that Leaf guy. He's pretty cool and actually a very nice guy. So I had so much pleasure fighting those people with that thought when I go, and Leaf has taken his eyes off of him yet again. <laughs> he does. He does. If you had just watched him for a few more minutes right. until Mord got back before, without doing all your sail checks and gotten him on that boat, once you got on the ocean, you're, you're home free. Right. Hell, take a five-hour nap for all I care. He's not going anywhere. Even though, do you think even if he was watching right here, Thorfinn would just like kick him away and then run off? Yeah, but if you just maybe engaged him in some conversation. Try to know? distract him, at least yeah. do something. Yeah, Thorfinn's not going to talk back to you, but if you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, you wanted to be on this ship. Do you remember the story that I told you about this ship? Yeah, Leaf really fumbled the bag here very hard. <laughs> but it'd just be like, I'm going to turn my back on you while I 
you know, make check in on my knickknacks like, ah, up here. Thor's is going to be so happy that I'm getting you all. <laughs> just turns around, he's gone. And the best part about Leaf is as soon as he turns around, he the way he acts, he knows that Thorfinn did not just go take a piss somewhere. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's gone. And the best part, too, is Thorfinn actually just went to the like the meeting hall. But I'm pretty sure Leaf thinks that he he's already like seven miles away. Right. Uh, Leaf is already sprinting the opposite direction. Yeah. What a dummy. So back in the hall, Askeladd knocks the king's hand off of his shoulder. Oh. Is there anything? No. Name something that's more. Oh, it is about to go down than knocking a hand off a shoulder. In front of a whole group of town meeting people nothing i think knocking the hand off the shoulder is even more aggressive than like the uh the push the initial push that you see in a lot of fights like don't fucking push me bro if you knock a hand off a shoulder oh yeah because there's no yeah the the pushing is always there's always ill intent before the push there is no ill intent here at all what yeah the pushing there's ill intent but it's also like an intent for allowing people to step in and stop you you know, when you knock a hand off a shoulder, first of all, that means someone was so disrespectful that they thought that they could just rest mm-hmm. a, a hand on your shoulder. At that point, it's it's too serious. It's too real. Right, and I feel like the only way Askeladd would have pushed him right here is if King Swain leaned in and gave him a kiss. Right. That's the only. Okay, give him a little shove. Yeah. I think you might be right. I mean, what would you do back in the day if the king said, give me your mouth and like wanted to kiss you? That king in particular? Yeah. He said that he wanted to kiss me? Yeah, he says, give me your mouth. And you're like, what? And then he just leans in and just put lays one on you. I mean, do you push him? and Because and, then if you push him, you're uh, you're going to die. Right? God, what do I do? And I can't put up as good of a fight as Ascalot can because I watch what he's doing. I don't think I can do that. That's just me being... You know what I figured out, though? I well, think back in the day we had it figured out with kings and queens and uh, stuff like that. You're saying we need to have kings again? Right. I mean, obviously you want the right king because that you can obviously mess it up entirely with the wrong one. Okay. But seem, things seem to like go pretty well for certain people, you know? For certain people like the kings? <laughs> They're going well for the kings, but all of his like people, obviously the other nations that are getting conquered, some bad things might happen to them, but like his people, his his army, everything's going well for them. It's an interesting take, Chad. We'll let you uh I guess I'll let you roll with that one for a while. Good luck with that. I if you were born into the right family, it might not be so well, bad. Well, I mean, yeah, but you could say that about any you could say that nowadays too, I guess. You could say that now. Yeah. But it's also like you could be you could be middle class to lower middle class, and the people they're not gonna just like walk into your house and rape you most of the time. You know what I mean? They're not gonna just like set your house on fire. Oh, yeah. being like, and it is illegal. You're not allowed to. Uh, soldiers are not allowed to like camp in. Yeah. It, it was a law that's recently, or no, that's an amendment. That, yeah, yeah. Our buddy Kenny was talking about that. Soldiers are not allowed. Yeah. To stay in your house right. in time of war. When in this time, not only could they just stay in there, they'd just do it. they just, like, take it. If a soldier, if we were having, what? 
I just got an, an insane text. One second, I have to verify this. This has nothing to do with the Vinland Saga uh, Chronicles. But you're going to want to know about this. Okay. Sorry, let me just get here real quick. Alabama head coach Nick Saban is planning to retire as of nine minutes ago. Whoa! Alabama coach Nick Saban retires after 17 seasons with Crimson Tide seven minutes ago. Damn! Wow. That that comes straight from my Uncle Lenny. I got to tell him he's made the air, made the podcast air. There you go, Uncle Lenny. Uh, we're leaving this in, guys. We got to leave it in. What a- we're, we're leaving this in because, honestly, King Swain kind of looks like Nick Saban. Yeah, well, Nick Saban... It's actually the most handsome seventy plus really year old is. man I've ever seen in my life. <sighs> Damn. Isn't he though? He is, he is. But I I'm just upset. I wanted Kirby one more time beat him one more time. But that's all right. We 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 got one. We got one on. Yeah. I see ya. <laughs> that's <laughs> my see ya wouldn't want to be yeah, it. That's, you know? that's my official take. Would love to be it. It seems like things have gone pretty well for you. <laughs> no, he's old as shit. I don't yeah, want to be Yeah, I mean I don't want to I don't want to be him now. You would so could... want to be a seventy something year old. You so would. No, right now. You kind of act like one. He's sometimes. got a bad hit, but if I if okay. I could take Nick Saban at like 50, sign me up right now. Yeah. Um okay. He had a pretty good 50 to 70 what year. What the heck run. were we talking about? The College Football Chronicles coming soon, of course. The uh King Swain knocked the yes, hand the shoulder. off. Okay, right and now. then Askeled says what we've all been thinking and wanting to mm-hmm. say. He says, "I hate your face." Thank you. Thank oh. you. The king, we, I don't care how nice of a person you are, how good of a person you are. When you have a face like this, you need to hear this at least once. When you have life. a physiognomy like that. Yeah. Physiognomy and check, bad. He goes as far to say he isn't going to let the crown rest on top of a head like his. Oh, and everyone is in shock. Askeladd should have a sword through his back right now, but everyone is so in shock that they're all just standing there. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? No one has probably ever done anything like this in the history of no, whatever it, they have. It's, it's different because it's obviously the main, but honestly, I liken it to the way people react. It's Reiner on top of the wall in season two when he says, yeah, I'm the armor titan and Bert's the colossal titan. People are just so in shock. I guess at that point, you're the viewer. Like, I didn't hear yeah. him say that. Oh, my God. And when Askeladd said this, everyone in the room is just going... What? Wait, what did he say? What can you uh, liken it to, like in the real world? Oh, oh I can. Good. I can give you one. Give me one. Somebody at work. You get called in by your boss at work to uh, for a promotion. Yeah. And there's like you're at a big meeting table table, and people are like congratulating you stuff. <laughs> and while you're getting a promotion, you just say something like that to the boss. Yeah, they go like this. They go like this. Because remember. The other people in the room did not hear You're right. the crazy So it's like this. They go like this. Well, Chad, you had a really great year this year. We'd actually like to give you a $4 raise. And you go like this. You go, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. You're, you are the ugliest boss ever. <laughs> We'd like to make you the third highest paid uh, member of this company. And you go, No. Yeah, that's exactly what They all go, wait, what? What just happened? He's like, I don't like the way your face looks. He's like, he showed up to work on time every day this week. Why is he acting like that? So weird. 
Uh, the guards finally, or so no, I got ahead of myself. Sorry. Asgard cracks his neck to let you know for the second, well, really the third time. If you take the hand off the shoulder, that's the first one. Then his words is the second one. This is the third sign that is it is about to go down. He cracks his neck. Um, it says, yeah, once again, that's not the face of a king. The guards finally awaken. They start to yeah. move. But Askeladd says, don't move. He's within my reach. But I love, too, how even before he said that, they're cautious to move too quickly because they know mm-hmm. if they make a quick move, he'll just instantly go at him. Oh, and it's so great that the king just strolled up into there. Yeah, they, they, it was his fault. It wasn't, yeah. yeah. Askeladd didn't move a muscle. The king just walked right up into his reach. Now, Thorkel gets mad only for reasons that Thorkel would get mad <laughs> because King Swain is his, man. He had dibs. Yeah. I know. I, I wonder if anybody heard that and they were like, should we take out Thorkel right now? Canute <laughs> yeah. is immediately panicking because he notices that Askeladd isn't acting normal, which that's a good thought too. What is Thorkel waiting for? You know, when was he going to kill the king? Yeah, I don't know if he just meant like... I don't know. That's a good question. I know that obviously they they were going against the king and doing all this stuff. Maybe he was just he was gonna be a part of the king's thing, but as soon as he saw this, he's like, Well, yeah, this this is the end for me too. And Canute is might be what he's thinking. He's like, Let me kill him at least. Yeah, I guess he's that. just working under Canute, but he's hoping yeah. that eventually like it gets to a point where Canute's like, All right, well, we gotta kill the king, and then that's when Thorkel steps in and be like, Well, I've got dips, so Yeah. Um Canute, he's immediately panicking because he notices that Askeladd isn't acting normal, and he tells Thorkel this too. Uh, Askeladd points the sword at Swain, who immediately starts just being a bitch, being like, oh, uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll forgive I'll, you. I'll, if... I'll, we'll forget all this. Yeah, I he, mean. And I then hope... he kind of flips again. He goes, oh, I'm being a bitch right now. So he musters up the fake courage to say, this is your last warning. Put your sword away, Askeladd. And then Askeladd goes, that's my nickname. I'll tell you the name my mother gave me, my real name, Lucius Artorius Castus. I mean, such a badass name. It is, but I, I'm not like, when he said that the first time, I said, God, don't say something that I would have rather you uh, rather been calling you this whole time. Does that make sense? Like, Wait, if wait, it, say that again. I didn't want him to say that his real name was something that I would have rather been calling him through the first, all the podcast. Because remember, I'm like, Askeladd, it still doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. It's too many syllables for a podcast. Oh, really? I kind of like it. No, I don't like it. Every time I say it, I feel like I've got just a mouthful of words. Right. It's not like, you know, you know my rule, two syllables. Two syllables. Yeah, you've always said that because you you have like a speech impediment that you can't really get no, out. No, it's than, just if you have oh, that's not why? three syllables and I got to say it 500 times in a podcast because you're a main character, it's too much. We should have just been calling him Lad. No, that's the thing too. He doesn't have a good name. I don't like Lad. Okay. I don't like ASCII. Covered in ashes. Syllables, Jed. I mean, yeah. Covered in ashes. <laughs> yes, I still clap when I'm counting syllables. Who doesn't? So you would have rather rather called him what? Like if he <laughs> Castus? No, you you want to know what just came to mind? Yeah. If he had said something like this, he goes, "My real name is Viper." <laughs> Viper. 
I'd have been like, oh, dang. Yo, we could have called him just a viper, and then we could have also had jokes that he was part of a motorcycle gang. Dang it, dude. Ar- See, I think you were you were leaning towards you wanted him to say Arthur, didn't you? Like King Arthur. No. No? No. If he had said Arthur, I'd be like, really? So what name Lame. would you wanted him to say? He named three names. I know neither. N- there's not a, a single one of those where I would rather say Okay. on top of Askeladd. Yeah. One, like, because the only one, Castus is my least favorite of the three. Yeah, it is. Like, Lucius Artorius, don't get me wrong. <sighs> That's a name right don't, there. Don't get me wrong. That is one hell of a name. That's a yeah. title. It's just not good for a podcast. Like, I I would question, I probably wouldn't do this, but I would question, like, whether I should name my child that. Lucius Artorius. <laughs> yeah, Lucius Artorius chart. Yeah. I mean, that's a full name right there, if you've ever heard I mean, one. It is. No, don't give me... Yeah. Let me back that up real quick. What a bad fucking ass name, yeah. baby. His mom was really dabbling something up. But, yeah. I wonder what his mom would think of him now. He says that he is the legitimate king who deserves to rule over the land of Britannia. Britannia. I don't know how to Britannia. say that. Britannia. Um... Someone throws a horn of ale. I that don't was know. Floki. Did Floki do that? Yes, sir. That was okay. he was trying to throw a distraction. Okay. Floki tells his men to attack, but too late. In one swoop, Askeladd beheads the king, <sighs> knocking the crown off in the process. And I love how you see Canute's face through the hole of the crown. Oh, nice touch. Yeah. yeah. A Canute looks mad. Oh, he looks mad. Floki tells them to engage. Canute tells them to engage because this man is a murderer who just killed the king. Kill him. You know what's insane about this right here? It's not even really focused on or anything, but that's Canute's dad that was just beheaded in front of him. Like That's wild to think about. Obviously, he didn't have a good relationship with his dad, but I feel like if you see your dad get his head lopped off in front of you, it's still... Yeah, well, you say it's not focused on, that's where I would disagree because I do feel like... The way I read it, that is why Canute is mad like, oh, okay, initially. Okay. He's like, yeah. That's my dad. It's like he could, because he's actually going to calm down quite a bit. Or yeah. He's going to have way more of an understanding for what's going on than he initially looked like. And I think it's because that initial wave is like, that's my dad that you just chopped the head off. That's of. my daddy. Yeah. He had that for a moment. Mm-hmm. Thorfinn is outside the meeting hall. He sneaks to the side where he sees Askeladd just absolutely butchering guys, running up to him <laughs> in the very strategic method, which I call one by one. One by one. The warrior way. He yells that idiot. I think he's talking about Askeladd. I thought he was talking about the person who was running up to him one by <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, I mean, he looks like a feral animal. Askeladd does. Oh, right yeah. Here. He's laughing maniacally, asking who is going to die next. Step up. Canute really bravely yells, Don't be a scared, atta- or don't be a scared. He doesn't say it like that. Don't be scared, attack him. Yeah, because he's like, What are you doing going one by one? <laughs> yeah. All of you attack at once. You're making it worse. Um, now, at the front of the meeting hall, or however you want to do the blueprints, there is a bottleneck of people trying to get out of here. Askeladd swinging so hard, he's literally splitting shields. That's uh, so cool. 
God, that is awesome. This that, whole fight that he does, he just looks so badass. You see the Artorias coming out of him. And how happy does he have to be to... I mean, this is like the happiest ass I can be, just slaughtering Danes. Yeah. yeah I mean... It's so true. Thorfinn fights his way in. Thorkel's pissed. Knut says that it's not Thorkel's turn yet. Um, and Thorkel he goes, I don't even care. He's He's gone mad. He's like, yeah, he's just, he's being such a crybaby right here. I hate it when someone steals my prey. That is something you would totally say. It's such a stupid thing to say as a human, but you would say that. I hate when someone steals my no, prey. No, that's not. When you are a warrior that has killed as many as him, I would be saying that I have prey everywhere. Canute, God, reading the scene like a book, says he hasn't gone mad. He's putting on an act. He just chose to save both me and Wales. And that is probably my favorite Canute moment of the whole season, honestly. I love it. I love it. And it's it's all because Askeladd, everything Askeladd's done up to this point, Canute was able to like assess that. He's like, Askeladd would not just do this out of nowhere. He's not that kind of guy. I know, and it's just so crazy if you think about their short history. Like, literally, Askeladd killed Ragnar. But then one Canute over so quickly to the point that Canute doesn't even hesitate. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I see. And then I think, too, the story that he told Thorfinn and Canute, like the fact that he mm-hmm. told that story to them, I think then Canute realized this guy is really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you hear a story like that, it's so cool. Well, yeah, everyone thinks that unless you're Thorfinn. Yeah. He's acting, which Thorfinn deep down thinks it's cool, but he did not have the reaction I wanted in that moment. In the moment, yep. Uh, he's getting ready to in a little bit, maybe. Canute says that he's acting mad so they have something to blame for the fact that he killed the king. That's just crazy. Um, this is all way too big brain for Thorkel, who just sits down and starts to eat more sausage. Yep, but this is where I really like Thorkel's character here. He says, a dog should be handled by his own master. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of like, I get what's going on now. It seems complicated to me, but I'm going (laughs) to let you deal with it. Yeah. Askeladd says, what's wrong, Danes? And Floki attacks, saying, what have you done? You've killed the king. Askeladd just laughs again, saying, what are you talking about? I'm right here. (laughs) Which is nothing more badass than that. Nothing more badass and (sighs) nothing that could possibly make Floki more mad. Uh, Uh, That's what Floki gets, dude. Honestly, Floki annoys me. Oh, yeah. but He's such a bitch because then he just goes, as if... You got to know in that moment, oh, this guy's just trying to egg me on. But mm-hmm. he takes the time to be like, well, you, you're not the, you're the child of a slave, dude. You can't even be a king. So like, shut up, Floki. And pe- but people got to stop calling him that. Don't they know that is his fuel? Mm-hmm. Because now he gets Floki on the ground. He literally puts him on his knees. Him. He says, I'll, I'll make you kneel down and you'll have the honor of kissing my shoes. <laughs> Get out of here. That would have been so epic if he kissed Askeladd's shoes right here. Thorfinn comes swooping in. Askeladd yells for him to stay back, but he was distracted long enough. Did you notice how Thorfinn came in? He was jumping on the shoulders of the other people. Of course. (laughs) One way or another, he's going to get you, get you, get you. Um, Askeladd was distracted long enough for Canute to run up and stab him. Right in the heart. 
in, bottom of the heart, but in a in a bad spot to be stabbed. And this was such a cool moment, but I'll be honest, the first time I watched it, uh, to, when we watched it together, I laughed. You did laugh. You really did laugh. Because one, just seeing Canute hold the sword is funny. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you can immediately tell how deep it actually went. Third of all, Ascalat's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then it like it does start to sink in. Um, Askelad says, "Is this the first? Uh, ask if it's the first time he stabs someone." Canute pulls it out. Yeah, that is wild to think. I mean, when the moment happened, I'm thinking, "Oh, this is exactly what needed to happen." All that stuff, and then I realized Canute has never done anything violent oh, yeah. in his life at all. And it, it was it was so bitch because it's not even that deep, but it's where you want to stab someone. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as he did, he pulls it out. The blood starts spewing. It's that vital spot. Askeled says, you did well. And he collapses. Thorfinn catches him. Oh, that's so adorable. That is just so adorable. I know, it really is. And then all the cowardly men who were trying to run out realize that Canute just killed him. Uh, Canute, who is kind of freaking out, which, you know, rightfully so. You kill a guy... The first one especially, I'm going to give you a pass there. You can kind of freak out. Especially since it was like... It's the adrenaline. He just feels it all. It's the adrenaline. What's so great, too, is we already saw Canute figuring it out when he's like, oh, yeah, ask a lad. He's going crazy. He's acting like he's crazy to save the whole situation. Then it kind of cuts the Thorkel back to ask a lad. And in that time, you can put it together that it clicked... The second part clicked in Canute's head where he goes, oh, I need to kill him. Yep. Especially, yeah, when Thorkel tells him, he's like, the yeah. master needs to put the dog down. And then Thorkel coming up right here, holding him up. Thorkel oh. was so good this episode. Yeah, like, this this moment is the best Thorkel moment. Yes. He walks up, steps up in this moment, says, stand up straight. This part is important. Like, he's so clueless, but he this is stuff he knows. And yep. he's going to give him the advice where he can. Yeah, this moment was created for you. Like, this is the most important part. That's where I love Thorkel, but also Canute. Like, him just having somebody like Thorkel there, who's obviously killed so many people, but been in situations, not exactly like this, but he's been in so many situations that deal with kings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's like, just having somebody there to just tell him, hey, just be, hey, hey this is what he's saying right here. Be brave. <laughs> yep, yep. And Thorfinn, he's mourning for Askeladd the only way he knows how, which is by yelling at him. And uh, we, uh, we know Do you Askeladd. think he really cares about him right here, Thorfinn? Uh, we got his daddy. Wait, which his one? His stepdaddy. Oh, we're going to get to it. Okay. We can't, because this goes on longer than you, than I even remember the first time. Because I kept going like, oh, there's Askeladd's final words. Oh, he used that for his final words, but then he actually has like 76 final words. I actually, I'm not going to lie, not with you because I'm I'm very strong when I'm with you, but I did tear up a little bit the first time I saw this. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, with his final words, Askeladd tells him to shut up, let him rest. He says, hurry up and do it. Sorry to make you wait. I'll give you my life. Kill me. We're enemies after all, right? And that, I mean, that moment. That's when Thorfinn realizes 
this guy has not been my enemy this entire time. What sucks so bad about that line is I still, I refuse, I refuse to get off my stance that Ascalad has just cared for Thorfinn this whole time <laughs> because he's set him up for failure so many times. He's sent him off so many times. Oh, yeah. No, Ascalad. But he can say that line and I go, oh, he really, he's cared the whole time. Yeah. No, he definitely hasn't. <laughs> he didn't care about Bjorn the whole time. No. I think that's the point about his character, though, is that, like, even though he might actually care about some people, but he does such a shit job of showing it. He, he, he tries, he's honestly gaslighting Thorfinn so hard. Like, Thorfinn's going to be thinking back on this and he's going to be like, God, was was Askeladd only treating me that way because I wanted to be his enemy so bad? <laughs> no, he was using you, brother. Honestly, too, is he saying that as in, like, I did kind of care about you and what you, the fact you didn't kill me while I was sleeping that one time, it just pissed me off because <laughs> yeah. I, I was able to do it and you weren't. And this right here, Thorfinn's little kid comes out in him. This line, he goes, you're going to die? You? Like, Aww. he's literally thought in the back of his head, like, this guy can't die. He can't yeah. be killed. I've tried so many times. I don't even get close. He gets out of every bad situation he's ever been yeah. put in. But when the 11th hour's on the line, his, <laughs> luck, his luck is terrible. Uh, Askeladd tells him to hurry up again, and Thorfinn goes back into a rage, tells him not to die. He'll never forgive him. Stand up and duel him right now. <laughs> <laughs> And as he's fading away, Askeladd squeeze out the most poetic shit you've ever heard in your life. He says, ah, come. first he starts it with, come on, this is why I hate kids. Yeah, it's such a good line because, I mean, who doesn't agree with that? But then he finds another gear as we're like swooping as a bird over a beautiful ocean. And he says, how do you plan to live your life? In the future, after I die, how do you plan to live your life, Thorfinn? You haven't thought about it, right? Move forward already. Don't stay stuck in a damn boring place like this forever. Go far ahead. Go beyond where Thor's went. You're Thor's son. Go. That's your real fight. Become a true warrior, son of Thor's. Oh, so poet. How how can you even say something that badass before you die? God, someone build a wall let me run through it. You know what that means, right? The fact that he just said that. God. That means he Askeladd has been thinking of his final words to say to Thorfinn this entire time. I will not, nobody will deter me away from that. Askeladd, this has been on his mind the entire time. He's wanted to say this to him, but he wasn't going to until the moment he was going to die. I mean. Then it comes out. It's too perfect to just stumble on it. You're right. How do you just, no one gets that lucky no one just stumbles into those perfect words right there at the end god i wish i could though i wish i could say and obviously i mean we we know Askeladd loves thors but just like him saying this in his dying moment too because he said some dick comments to thor mm-hmm. before like yeah so i guess i should thank your dad too and stuff yeah. like that but he obviously respects the hell out of thors oh that's always been true they remove thorfinn's sword Canute says, forgive me, but Askeladd was too far gone. Uh, the, but he says, I murdered the king, or he murdered the king. Canute says, I'm sure you don't feel like serving me now. Go wherever, go wherever you want. Th- which is... <sighs> it's interesting, too, that Canute, like, one is so understanding to Thorfinn, but also he knows, 
even though all he's ever seen is like Thorfinn hating Askeladd, that Thorfinn's like going through something. Oh, right he does. He's like, ah, I know you'll never admit it, but you looked up to that guy. <laughs> you looked up to this guy, and that sucks that he's dead. Um, Thorfinn turns around because he's still an absolute crazy banshee. Takes a slash at Canute, but Thorkell oh, stops him. So quick, dude. He's still... I mean, somebody's just going to have to beat the sense into this kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like no one's tried that already. <laughs> uh, all the cowards who weren't even daring touched uh, Askeladd are all jump right at the first chance oh, yeah. they have to tackle the little kid. Um, but Canute yells, don't kill him. He says being stabbed is a small price to pay. And now he's got the slash mark on his face. This honestly helped uh, Canute's aesthetic more than it did hurt <laughs> yeah, it. Really it did. really did. He should have done this to himself a long time mm-hmm. ago. Floki tries to have Canute go get looked at, but Canute says, now that the king is dead, do you know who the commander of the army in England is now? As he walks over to the crown, puts it on his head, and says, The former king is past. I, Canute, shall act as the commander. Yeah, Floki's bitch ass was trying to take control of things. Yep, and he's right away, he's game planning right away. He says, Now that the king is past, I predict the English will revolt. We've got to prepare. And the hall starts to clear out. Thorfinn's being dragged away. And uh, <laughs> Thorkel once again, has just the face of the episode because he looks so inconvenienced by all this. Well, and and two, he just looks at, he sees Thorfinn and he's just like, how pathetic. Yeah. Basically, too. He he looks like, this is what he looks like. Fourth grade Ronnie, um, our par- my parents made me go somewhere on a Sunday, but they said we were going to be home by like eight o'clock. And then... One thing leads to another. We stay in the Hobby Lobby or some bullshit, the old-time pottery. God, my parents love going to the old-time pottery for too long. And I look at the clock, and I realize I'm going to miss the season two premiere of Drake and Josh. This is how I look. I just look like I cannot believe I've been dragged down into this. (laughs) Yeah. He had other plans. Thorfinn's still trying to reach for Askeladd when he drops his knife where, oh. This is awesome. This This animation moment. It is the knife that Thor's gave him. You are my cinema. Basically, (laughs) season one flashes before our eyes. The knife hits the ground, and we teleport to the snowy mountains. We're flying like a bird. There's a blonde hair with green bandana person hiking. Yep. On the sands of a beach, girl with pigtails doing sand on beach stuff. And then a ship in a stormy sea with a just a cool-looking red-haired man walks out looking like a guy Leif Erikson could only hope to be. Right. Young. Vibrant. Yeah, but uh, you're not too young. Okay. Did you notice the ship, though? No. Okay. What was the ship? Should I have known the ship? I was just saying, did you notice in that moment like what exactly was happening on that ship? Or no? I mean, they were in a situation. Okay. That's <laughs> all okay, that's all word. God, you know, I'm not I'm not like Leif Erickson, man. When there's a sh- 
shit going down in a ship, I'm not like, all right, how can I kill these people and make <laughs> how, it out myself? How can I kill these people and eat their thigh meat <laughs> yeah. so I can stay I'm alive? I'm like, yeah, we got to keep this ship on course as best we can right. to get out of this thing. Into season one. Into season one. Let's give our patent pending moment of silence oh, of to ask a lad, the goat, Lucius Artorius Castus, right now in this moment on the count of three. Okay. Were you going to say something? No, I'll, I'll save it for the end of this. Okay. Just to stretch it out. On the count of three, let's give a 10 second moment of silence. All right. Three, two, one, go. show more than Jujutsu Kaisen. I knew you would, so do I. I don't get confused by this show. I do like the fighting in JJK, though. And that's the moment of silence. Thank yep. you so much for doing that, uh, everyone. R.I.P. to a real one. And you want my take right now? Yes. I don't know exactly where. I would actually like to build it out so I could tell you exactly Askeladd's got to be a top 10 character in all of anime for me. Like, yes. he's, he's He's probably top five, too, if I really started yes. working it out. Yes. Is he in your top 10? Oh, yes. Would Come he be in your on. top five? I believe he would. God, I, that's I awesome, mean, he huh? is such a good character, that's dude. So he is awesome. So fucking good. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I knew from the moment, like, it, it was so hard the first, like, 10 or so episodes when we're talking about Askeladd and you know, you just can't really like put a gauge on him. You can't tell how good of a character he really is. It's just so hard for me not to fanboy over him before it was before he really shined, you know? God, it's gonna be so crazy too, looking back like however many seasons of this show goes. Like Irwin is a good example. Like when we finished Attack on Titan, we look back on like because we loved Irwin. But looking back on it, it's like, dang, what we did We had kind, so many episodes. Like though. kind of the ending he was like gone you know what i mean ever since season four part two the two specials he was nowhere to be seen if this show goes five seasons and we just look i'm like oh yeah Askeladd was in there for 23 episodes that's it yeah that's so wild to think about 23 episodes because i think about all the other great characters they at least get like 40 Mm -hmm. i mean he's like half that he wasn't here for a long time but he was here for a good time um, and and I mean, the, the season as a whole, just really good because while I was liking it, like also looking on it, it couldn't have continued the same way. One, it couldn't have continued the same way without Askeladd. It just wouldn't have been nearly as entertaining. And two, I just, it wouldn't have been as interesting with whatever kind of power yeah. structure they do now. Like they do have to expand it. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. So, end of prologue, Askeladd dies, Thorfinn, Canute says, do whatever you want, then Thorfinn slashes him. What I mean, what is the main plot point to your guess of season two? I know you talked about it earlier, but now seeing, like, talking about this whole episode. Yeah, I'm interested to see if we do a time jump, and here's the bad thing about, and why Thorfinn's not one of my favorite characters in this show, even though I like Thorfinn. Thorfinn is such a mopey little idiot baby boy that even with those awesome words at Askeladd, it's not like he's not going to mourn for two weeks and then go and do that himself. He's going to just like keep getting by. Maybe he makes his way to this town. Maybe he makes his way to that town. I think it's going to have to be someone 
lighting a fire in him or pulling him into something that he doesn't go like seeking for himself. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's so you think Thorfinn? If we, I don't think Thorfinn hears this and goes, "Oh, I've always wanted to go to this place and do this." I don't think he thinks like that. He's just gonna kind of. So how is Thorfinn's attitude uh, beginning of season two? Obviously, he's gonna be in season two. He's the main character of the show. How do wh- what do you think he acts like I right think, after this? Uh, a mopey little baby boy. Mopey little baby boy. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm All thinking. Right. I don't think he's going to do I mean, that's probably a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to do a complete yeah. 180 on us, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, uh, yeah. Though, uh, those words, if he was just like five years older, you know, maybe he actually takes that in, even though if he hadn't really changed much before then. But I feel like this is just such a tough age to be like, okay, I'm changing right away. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well... Wait won't be long. Season two will be going. And if you're listening on the free feed, you can go listen to season two episodes right now on the Patreon. Yeah. So what do you think? Vinland Saga season one or Jujutsu Kaisen season two? What's your favorite? Oh, man. I just like Vinland Saga more, man. You know? We don't have to compare them, though. I like Jujutsu Kaisen. It was just confusing. And it's not fair, right? You're like, this is my type of show. Yeah, it is. And you know it is. You know it is. I'm so excited for season two. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.